Welcome to the Daring DVM podcast, the veterinary podcast that teaches you how to use psychology, coaching, and your doctor brain to rewire your mind and get what you want in life. If your life is not what you had imagined it would look like 10 years ago, and you're desperately looking for ways to make it how you thought it would be, then this podcast is for you. I am your host, Dr. Amy Grimm, Certified Veterinary Life Coach, Goal-Getting Girl, and Life Work Alignment Pro. Hi friends, welcome to episode number 33 of the Daring DVM podcast. Since we're still in the middle of the holiday season, and I know this is a time where there is a lot going on and everybody has things happening in their personal lives as well as their professional lives, I wanted to take some time to talk about boundaries because healthy boundaries are imperative for a healthy life and to prevent burnout. But first, here's my reminder for you to sign up for the Daring DVM newsletter. Every week I offer you free coaching advice, mindfulness tools, nervous system resiliency techniques, and positive psychology practices to help you up-level your life. And as a holiday season bonus, I am creating a video on the nervous system and the science behind building resiliency, which will only be available to those of you on the mailing list. And believe me, you don't want to miss out. You can sign up on the Daring DVM website, or just email me at vetcoach at daringdvm.com and I'll hook you up. Also, thank you so much for listening and for your continued support of this podcast. And please, please, please subscribe to it and share it with others. This teensy action really helps me by making it easier for people to find the podcast. I am so passionate about helping others who are struggling with burnout and stress and overwhelm and anxiety. So by rating or subscribing or sharing, you're playing a huge role in helping me make this possible. And for that, I am so grateful. So thank you. Okay, y'all. So let's talk boundaries. This is a word that gets tossed around a lot. You commonly hear people saying that they need to set a boundary with a parent or a friend or even with their child or possibly a co-worker. Sometimes we'll hear people talk about it in the sense of, this person doesn't respect my boundaries or they crossed my boundary and now I need to stand up for myself. And what I notice in my coaching practice and with my clients is that a lot of people think that boundaries are things that we need to set in order to control other people. And that's actually not the case at all. Boundaries are a way that we take care of and protect ourselves. Boundaries are not something that we create for other people. We only create them for ourselves. So today, I want us to get clear on what are boundaries? What are not boundaries? Why do we need them? When do we use them? How do we set them? How do we enforce them? Because I truly believe that boundary setting is a learned skill. And it is a skill that has the potential to create room for such deep connection and honesty and authenticity and truth in our lives. And that is something I would love for all of you to have and to experience. So let's start off with what is a boundary? Personally, I really like Brene Brown's definition because it is so simple. She defines it as what is okay and what is not okay in my presence. And that's really the truth of it. 
Another way to look at it is that boundaries are clear limits that you have established around the ways in which you allow people to engage with you so that you can keep yourself and your relationships safe and healthy. It is the idea that we have to love ourselves enough and honor ourselves enough to speak truthfully to the people in our life. We set proper boundaries not just for the sake of ourselves and our own integrity, but also for the sake of the person who is doing the boundary violation. You can think of a boundary like drawing an imaginary circle around yourself. Or if you like the visualization, just draw a little stick figure of yourself on a piece of paper and draw a big circle around you. The space inside your circle is yours. This is the part of your world over which you have complete control. It is the part of the world that you take care of. You can also think of it like a fence or a property line. This space is for you, and another person is not allowed to cross this line without your explicit permission. You get to determine what happens within the confines of your boundary because the purpose is to protect yourself mentally, emotionally, and physically. A boundary is a choice that you make about what is acceptable to you or not acceptable to you. A boundary clearly defines what you will do if something or someone around you is not acceptable. It is completely up to you to make sure that your boundaries are set and that you are willing to enforce them. You set a boundary to determine the way that you behave and how you will communicate and how you will respond to things. It does not change what other people say or do or don't say or don't do. A boundary is not something that you create in an attempt to control or manipulate somebody else. Everybody in life gets to think, feel, and act however they want. They are all operating within their own models. There is no boundary that you can set that removes somebody else's agency. You cannot set a boundary to control how somebody else thinks, feels, or acts. You cannot use a boundary to tell somebody else what they can or cannot do, because it is not about them at all. And I think this is one of the biggest misconceptions that we have regarding boundaries and boundary setting. Another common misconception is that people try to use boundaries as a form of punishment. So for example, if you do not approve of somebody else's behavior and you make a decision to ignore them or cut them out of your life, then this is actually not a boundary. When you try to remove somebody from your life, it's actually just you trying to escape the situation. This is not the same as setting a boundary. Boundaries do not carry any moral value. It is not about something or somebody being right or wrong. So when you say you don't want to deal with something or somebody anymore, it is typically because you are using a moral judgment to shame them or because you haven't learned how to set proper boundaries around them. I would like to encourage you to explore the idea that the people or situations in your life that trigger you the most can oftentimes be your greatest teachers. And I know this sounds super cliche and I don't mean it in a toxic positivity, put up with everything and everyone and there's always a silver lining kind of way. But what I will say is that these are the types of situations and people that will give you an opportunity to learn how to be in a space or in a relationship without having your boundaries violated. So when you find yourself tempted to cancel a person or completely avoid a certain place or situation, first get curious and ask yourself, what can I learn from this? And this doesn't mean that you have to force yourself to stay. 
but it does give you an opportunity to be conscious of your decision and your reasons. I find this can be especially helpful if you are dealing with somebody who is very involved in your life, for example, a family member or a colleague at work. Oftentimes, cancelling the person is not the option that will serve you best in the long run because you're still going to see them at family functions or during your workday. So ask yourself, how can I use this as an opportunity to take care of myself and to actually create real authenticity in my relationship with this person through conversation and mutual understanding? And if you'd like help with that, then go listen to the two episodes on difficult conversations to help you prepare. Or come coach with me so we can figure it out together. Another thing that I think is important to understand about boundaries is that you do not have to explain them or justify them. You can if you want to, but it's not actually necessary. Just the same as no is a complete sentence. You are an adult making decisions for yourself that serve you and you do not need to justify or explain them to anybody. And the thing is, even if you do choose to do this, you have no guarantee that the other person will understand because it is not their job to understand your boundaries or to uphold them. That job is for you and you alone. So now that we've talked a little bit about what a boundary is and what it is not, the next question is, when do we need them? And the answer to this is you will often know when you need to set a boundary because of how you feel. Maybe you notice that you're in a one-sided relationship where being around the person is draining and depleting. Maybe you feel anxious when talking about certain things, especially things that can be triggering or traumatizing. Perhaps you get sucked into somebody else's drama and you don't want to be there. Maybe you keep doing things that you don't want to do or ignoring your own feelings just to please somebody else. Perhaps you feel as if you're compromising your own integrity. Maybe it's somebody offering you unsolicited advice. Or maybe you feel resentment or anger or frustration. In any of these situations, you can set a boundary for yourself in order to protect your own physical space and mental and emotional health. You are respecting yourself and allowing yourself to live in your own integrity. Now, in any of these cases, the only time when you actually need to use a boundary or talk about it is when there has been a clear boundary violation. You don't have to run around telling people not to punch you in the face. But if somebody did, then you would want to have a conversation with them and set a very clear boundary. Another example would be if you do not like people using strong language. In which case, I'm not sure why you're listening to this podcast, but the example here would be if somebody continually swears around you, then you would have a conversation about this and set a boundary. You wouldn't just walk up to somebody and say, Hi, my name is Amy and I will not tolerate you swearing around me. You see what I'm saying? So a boundary is a very clear request with a clear consequence that pertains to you. The consequence is something that you will do. It is an action you will take. An example would be, if you yell at me over the phone, I will hang up. Notice that you are not telling the other person that they are not allowed to yell at you. You are letting them know that if they behave this way, then you will respond by hanging up the phone. They get to choose to speak to you in a more pleasant manner, or they can choose to keep yelling. You are not telling them one way or the other what they should or shouldn't do. However, you are making it very clear what you will do to protect yourself. I think this is so important to understand, and that is the person that you are making the request of can continue to do whatever they want. Your only job is to make your request 
thereby giving them an option on whatever it is that they would like to do. And depending on what that is, you then follow through on your action. Telling somebody that they need to behave in a particular way or else is not a boundary. That's just a threat. Now, if you remember from the episode on stress, the feeling of stress that you have is manageable if you put boundaries in place and you learn to manage your stressors. Remember, the stresses in our lives are essentially the circumstances. They are the things that happen in our life that are out of our control. They are the people in our lives who are out of our control. Many of these circumstances, aka the stressors, are external to us. But we can also think about our thoughts and our feelings and our memories. And we can put these as circumstances into our model as well. So in actuality, there are many things, both internal and external, over which we can create thoughts and feelings and develop plans of actions and results that serve us. We want to do this so that we do not become overwhelmed by all of the stressors. So setting healthy boundaries can include things like deciding how many hours a week you want to work, deciding if there are particular days or times where you will not work. Maybe you decide when and how much time you will give to responding to emails or phone calls. Maybe you will set a boundary on how late you are willing to stay or if you are not willing to work past a certain hour. Maybe you have boundaries about working on your days off or while on vacation. Maybe you have boundaries about the way in which you will communicate or interact with a particular person. Maybe you set boundaries over how much time you are willing to let yourself indulge in the emotion of overwhelm before coming up with a plan of action. There are so many ways in which we can use boundaries in our lives to decrease our levels of stress and to improve our overall quality of life. When you do not have proper boundaries in place, then many times you will end up experiencing unwanted and unnecessary negative emotion. For example, when you agree to do something that you don't actually want to do, then you may end up feeling resentful. But the thing is, you are not feeling resentful because of the situation or because of what the other person asked you to do. The only reason you are feeling resentful is because you are not looking out for yourself. If you had instead politely enforced your boundary, then you would not be feeling any resentment at all. Another negative consequence of not having boundaries or not following through with your boundaries is that you lose self-respect. If you want a healthy, loving relationship, you need to have boundaries. Boundaries also help you maintain the direction in which you want your life to proceed. They help you make decisions on whether you want to stay in a particular job or change careers or whether you want to stay or leave a particular relationship. And when you don't have proper boundaries, all these little things can start eating away at you and it can really impact your view of yourself. The thing is, healthy boundaries promote self-responsibility and empowerment. They are beautiful tools that we need to use in our lives to create intimacy and vulnerability and authenticity. Healthy boundaries do not keep people out of our lives. Healthy boundaries just help keep people from violating important spaces in our lives. Therefore, when we have healthy boundaries, our intimacy is increased, not decreased. The truth is told more often, not less often. You get to be more open and vulnerable and authentic, not less. Boundaries are some of the most amazing, useful, and yet difficult things to implement. So let's talk about the three-step process for setting boundaries and then look at an example. The first step is to make your request. 
What is it that you would like to have happen or not happen in order to meet your own physical, emotional, or mental health need? This is a request for what you want, what you need. What do you need to take care of your own emotional, mental, and physical health? And remember, you can make a request very kindly and respectfully. And I think that oftentimes we end up being amazed at how this is actually all we needed to do. Sometimes the only problem is that we didn't ask for what we needed, so the other person didn't even know. So that is step one. Start with your request. The second part is the consequence. And remember, this is not a consequence of what will happen to the other person because we are not trying to control anybody else. It is only a consequence of what you will do to protect yourself if the other person does not comply with your request. The consequence has to be something that you are able to do for yourself. We can ask for whatever it is that we want. And we need to understand that the other people can choose whether or not to listen. It is only a problem when you make your happiness depend on them and their choice. Because let's face it, people can refuse your request. They may even disagree with you. Some may purposefully not uphold your boundary. Whatever happens, remember, it's okay. It is not their boundary to uphold. You're the only person responsible for upholding your own boundaries. Somebody else cannot violate your boundaries. Only you can. And also remember to be kind and compassionate. If you make a request and somebody ignores it, you don't have to get upset. It does not automatically mean that the person is horrible or inconsiderate or doesn't respect you. You don't have to make it mean any of that. You do not have to take it personally or attack them. It could just be that the other person forgot. Or maybe they didn't think you were serious or didn't realize it was important to you or they didn't understand what you were asking. Just give them the benefit of the doubt and then kindly and respectfully state your consequence for what you will do if this continues to occur. I would like to add in here that you know you are ready to set a boundary when you can approach it with a clean mind and it is coming from a place of self-respect and love and peace. If you are frustrated or resentful or angry or upset, my suggestion is that you work through those emotions first. Process your emotions and manage your thoughts until you get to a space of calmness and peace and acceptance before you ever try to set or enforce a boundary with somebody else. When you own your responsibility and clean up your thinking and your emotions, then you can have a much more connected conversation with the other person. Otherwise, you will probably end up sounding like, when you do this, blah, 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 I am so sick of blah, blah, blah. Why can't you just blah, 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 if you don't do this, blah, blah, blah. So if you are not feeling at peace, it is not time to set a boundary. If you cannot feel compassion toward the other person, it is not time to set a boundary. If you are trying to manipulate somebody else's behavior for your own benefit, it is not time to set a boundary. So get clear on your intentions and clean up your thinking first. And the third part is you have to be willing to follow through on the consequence. This is so important. You have to follow through with your consequence because if you do not, you are sending a message that your boundary doesn't matter. And the truth is, if you want to set a boundary, you have to be willing to sacrifice the relationship if there is a consistent boundary violation. 
And this can be very difficult when you are dealing with your mother-in-law or a sibling or your boss or anybody who is very involved or important in your life. Before you set a boundary, you need to make really sure that you are willing to let the other person walk away from you versus letting them continue to violate your boundaries. It all comes back to knowing who you are and what your values are and having the courage to love yourself enough to protect yourself. And this is why boundary work can be so difficult for so many people. Because we don't want to follow through with the consequence, or we're scared of what the other person may think about us if we do follow through with it, or we resent or blame the other person for making us follow through with the consequence, which ultimately has nothing to do with them. So let's look at a scenario that comes up commonly with coaching clients. And this is setting a boundary around your work time and your personal time. Everyone telling your technician or your hospital manager or maybe even your boss that they are not allowed to contact you on your day off or after hours is not setting a boundary. Hear me on this. Telling someone they are not allowed to contact you on your day off is not a boundary. This is not a boundary because you are trying to tell somebody else what they should or shouldn't do, which is actually manipulation. You are purposefully trying to manipulate somebody else's behavior in order for you to feel better. You mistakenly believe that if they do not contact you on your day off, then you will somehow be happier. And this just isn't true, because the only thing that causes your happiness are your own thoughts. So it really doesn't matter what the person does or doesn't do, whether they call or don't call, because those actions are merely circumstances in your life. The only reason you would feel unhappy about them calling you is because of what you are thinking about it and what you are making it mean. So what would a boundary look like in this situation? Firstly, you don't need to set a boundary if there is no violation. If they are not calling you on your day off, then you never need to tell them not to call you on your day off. If there is a violation of your personal time or space, then you have the opportunity to set a boundary. You make a request. Hey everyone, I would really appreciate it if you did not try to contact me on my day off. That's it. You do not need to explain why. You can if you want to. However, it is not necessary. All you need to do is make a request. Now, sometimes people will continue to behave however they are going to behave, even though you have made a request. You have made a request not to be contacted on your days off, yet your technician still calls you. You do not have to become frustrated or angry or resentful. It is perfectly okay for them to call you. Maybe they felt like they had no other option, or maybe they just forgot, or maybe they are somebody who is known for consistently overstepping boundaries. It really doesn't matter. All that matters is that you let the person know the consequence for the boundary violation. This can be as simple as, if you do call me on my day off, I will not answer my phone. If you leave a voice message, I will not listen to it. If you send a text message, I will not read it. I will not check my email on my days off. Any of those are perfectly neutral consequences of which you are in control. You are not threatening the technician and telling them to stop calling you and blaming them for ruining your day and for not respecting you. You are just peacefully following through with your boundary. 
It really is that simple. If there is a violation of your personal space or time or property, then you set a clear boundary with a clear consequence that only pertains to you. Make all the requests you want. You're an adult and you're allowed to make as many requests as you would like. And the other people around you do not have to honor them at all. They are able to behave however they choose to behave. It is not their job to uphold your boundary. Your boundary is for you and you alone. They can call as many times as they want. You do not have to pick up the phone. You may even choose to turn off your phone. Notice how you are not creating any drama for yourself. This is clean and clear and set from a place of self-love and self-respect. If you are having difficulty controlling your emotions when somebody oversteps your boundary, then it is your responsibility to manage your mind. The person who keeps calling you on your day off is merely a neutral circumstance in your life. The only reason you feel upset or angry or resentful is because of the thoughts that you are having about them and their behavior. Remember, the circumstances in your life are all neutral. The only reason you feel anything is because of what you are thinking. So if you experience negative emotion and are unable to enjoy the rest of your day because somebody from your hospital called you on your day off, it is because of your own thinking. You are causing your own discomfort. And this is why it is so important to learn how to manage your mind. And isn't it so curious that when you get so worked up about the other person contacting you because you think that they are being disrespectful or rude or uncaring, then it's so interesting because that is typically how you end up acting. You become the one who is short or rude or snippy at the other person and acts frustrated or resentful or mean towards them. And you're only doing this because you either haven't set a proper boundary or because you haven't managed your own mind around it and your emotions around it. Okay, I'm a step off my soapbox now. Remember, friends, the only time that you need to set a boundary is when you recognize that there is a clear boundary violation and you have managed your mind around it and you are able to set a boundary by making a request and having a clear consequence that you are 100% willing to follow through on from a place of self-love and peace. If you are able to do this, it will dramatically improve the quality of your life. It will increase the authenticity and honesty in your life. When you are willing to have the courage to honor yourself and to tell the truth and to ultimately protect your own physical, mental, and emotional health, then you will be able to live your life with intention and fulfillment and alignment and joy. Okay, everyone. I would love to hear your comments on this and any thoughts you have about setting boundaries in your life. You can do this by sending me an email at vetcoach at daringdvm. That's V-E-T, vet for veterinarian, vetcoach at daringdvm.com. You can also hop on over to Instagram at daringdvm and leave me a comment. And don't forget to sign up for the newsletter. You can do this by emailing me or going to the website. I hope that you found this information helpful and can see areas in which you would benefit from setting boundaries in your own life. Dare to dream. 
If you love what you're learning in this podcast, you have to come coach with me in my Daring DVM coaching program. It's where you get individual help applying these concepts to your own life. This is where we address your challenges, crush your goals, and create your dream life. It's where I help other veterinarians who are struggling, just like I once was, to create and cultivate their dream life too. Helping you is my favorite thing to do, and it will change your life. I guarantee it. Come coach with me at www.daringdvm.com forward slash coaching. That's daringdvm.com forward slash coaching. I cannot wait to meet you. Dare to dream.